There's a golf ball that sits in a glass cabinet in the Museum of the United States Golf Association at Liberty Corner in New Jersey, and it was donated by Jeremy Bittner. This ball could be seen as an emblem of a remarkable year for Bittner in 2022. The amputee golfer used it to record the first ever hole-in-one in the inaugural US Adaptive Open, made at the famous Pinehurst number 6. This was just one shot in a blaze of fine shots and strong performances. The man from Pittsburgh enjoyed top five finishes in three of his key national golf championships, climbing from 170th place in the world ranking for golfers with disability to number 11, and he qualified for the G4D Tour, where the players share the same golf course in the same week as their famous professional counterparts from the DP World Tour. Jeremy Bittner admits that creating these statistics is exciting, but he says he loves the process more. The actual play is what puts the smile on his face. For him, golf is very much about sharing those fantastic moments of close competition with golfers who become your friends, sharing dinner and drinks after another strong match-up on the golf links. Jeremy's clear love of camaraderie perhaps comes from his background indirectly from his childhood injury, after which he was always made to feel included, from the basketball teams he played in, and his family, of course. Whether it's, it's, it's golf or basketball or any sort of thing, at, at the very fundamental level, this is a great way, especially for a new amputee, to get out there and meet people with similar walks of life and you know tell stories. The golf's great. The courses, especially now that we're playing, are amazing. But it would all come second to me to the personal relationships I have with these guys and, you know, going out for dinner after the round, or if we all happen to get like an Airbnb or rent a house together for the week. I mean, that's where a lot of those memories are made as well as off the course. And that's something that you just, you need to have, especially as a newer amputee, because these are folks they've been through it, whatever your issue is, if you've got enough of them in a room, somebody's done it before and they figured out a way to get by it. Maybe it'll work for you. Maybe you'll need to adapt it yourself. You need to adapt your life based on what your disability is and adapting your swing to what your limitations may be. You know, it's an endless struggle, just like golf. You can't perfect it, but you're always working towards that end goal. While golf provides these learnings in life, golf competition is, of course, a meritocracy. His dramatic rise up the world ranking led to his deserved qualification for the G4D Tour Hero Cup this January, held in Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates, Jeremy's first adventure outside of North America. The invitation for this 14,000-mile round trip created quite a bustle in the household, Jeremy having to quickly renew his passport and juggling family and work. Despite precious little competitive golf over the harsh Pennsylvanian winter, Jeremy described it as an honour and a privilege to be there, and the experience left him perhaps more excited for a coming season than ever before. Timing-wise, the stars have aligned nicely for the 34-year-old, as his golf reaches this new level. Jeremy is now established in his career as a hotel manager for Drury Hotels in Pittsburgh, while his family are as keen as he is to see what can be achieved on the fairways and greens, including his wife Darlene, father Scott and a special mentor in Uncle Todd, who understands very well some of the hard work he has had to put in to reach his current golf handicap of 0.3. In sport and in his personal life, it has been quite a journey. Jeremy lost his lower left leg in a lawnmower accident when he was four years old. 
despite this difficult start in life, encouraged by his dad and always fully included by his young friends, he emerged as a sporty and energetic youngster with a keen sense of fun. The first game Jeremy played was basketball and he still loves playing it today. Then dad got him into golf and in his early teens he joined the high school golf team and he's never looked back. When Jeremy was 15 he first heard about the Eastern Amputee Golf Association. So warm was the welcome he received in this first competition that he signed up for three more tournaments that year. It wasn't too long before Jeremy was signing for rounds in the 70s on his scorecard and he then realised golf was going to be a big part of his life ahead. When Jeremy is in competition it's not for him the poker face, the clamped jaw or the thousand yard stare of some of the top players. It's simply not his style. I want to be out there. I want to be having fun. And the nice thing is, is when you play in these tournaments, you play with a lot of the same guys. And especially that final group or the leaders, you know, is a lot of the same guys. And they're all, you know, awesome guys. They all have very unique stories, very unique approaches. But through getting to know them, it, it becomes more like a Sunday morning round with your buddies with obviously a little little more serious um, implications and whatnot more being at stake. But I definitely play my best when I'm relaxed, when I'm having fun, joking with the guys, joking with myself. And, you know, when I have a when I have a bad shot or, or something, which is going to happen over the course of 54 holes, you make a joke about it. You joke about yourself and be a little self-deprecating for a little bit. And, you know, if you sit there and you kind of just kind of shut down, it, it's just going to get worse from there. So um, it's a trial and error thing. And that's that's sort of the, the method I've settled on, at least for the moment. Behind Jeremy's smile is usually the knowledge that he is as ready as anyone to give a tournament his best shot. Few will work harder in practice. However he can grab an hour here or there between work and home, he'll use it wisely. Luckily for him, his local club, Chartier Country Club in Pittsburgh, has great facilities in which to work on his game. And so one of my favorite drills is just to go there and I'll start with one of the close ones. I'll go out to the furthest one and then work my way back on the other side. And I have to hit each green three times in a row, which, you know, when you get out to 90, 100 yards, hitting three wedge shots to within about 10 to 15 feet, it's not an easy task. And it's it's frustrating. And, you know, there's days I go out there and I do that drill and I'm done and 25 minutes and then there's days I'm out there for an hour and a half and I'm asking the pro shop for more balls but that's just like you said that's like a mental checklist thing they also have a great chipping area and one of the things the benefits of being like a member of a club like that is you know it doesn't cost anything to go out there and practice sometimes you're thinking about golf sometimes you're thinking about work or family and honestly that's almost the best when you're not thinking about anything you know Mm -hmm. you're just out there and you're just kind of letting muscle memory take over and Mm -hmm. that gets you in the zone so it's definitely helped my approach and you know, as I say, practice makes perfect, and so it's, it's working out well so far. With his great form in 2022, Jeremy perhaps shouldn't have been too surprised when the email came through from the DP World Tour. But when the dog happened to wake him up one night at 2.30am and he read on his phone he had been invited to Abu Dhabi, he was momentarily confused. So I'm reading it at 2.30, you know, just trying to figure out what's going on, and I'm reading it and I'm like, this is probably a scam. <laughs> I said, who who wants me to go to Abu Dhabi and play golf? This is too good to be true. Um, so I remember I got back in bed and and my wife, probably half in her sleep, is like, everything okay? And I'm like, I think I just got invited to play golf in Abu Dhabi. 
So he reached out to leading players and fellow Americans, Chris Biggins, who is world-ranked number three, and Kenny Bontz, world-ranked number 34, for their encouragement about making the trip. I talked to him and they're like, "If look, if you get invited, like you have to go to it. Um, so obviously I was able to make it work and, and went over and, and, and they weren't lying. It was an incredible experience. Jeremy boarded the plane with his close friend from college, Jordan Baker, who acted as caddy, and before long they were in the heat of the UAE on a beautifully presented golf course, courtesy of the DP World Tour. We were somewhere on the back nine in one of the days we were golfing, and I said, you know, when you're actually on the course, you know, between the lines, I said, kind of forget I'm in Abu Dhabi. I forget I'm literally on the other side of the world because the golf course is, it's home, it's a comfort. Uh, and yeah, it's a, it's a new course, and there's a lot of external things that are very new to me, but... When you boil it all down, I still got to make the shot. The ball still has to go in the hole as efficiently as possible. And and all that's very comforting. Jeremy would finish ninth. Not his best golf, but he was very happy with his first effort at this level, given his modest preparation. And he stressed he wouldn't have been there at all without his family's support, including Darlene and their three children, Kate, aged nine, Keegan, six, and little Lillian, who is one. I've, I have such an amazing support system between my, my wife and kids and then uh, family. My uncle uh, was a, an adaptive athlete as well. That I mean, without their support as a collective, none of this would be possible. Obviously, being introduced to the game by my dad and being encouraged to play in these tournaments and driving me to these tournaments when I was 16, 17 years old, funding me playing in these tournaments for years when I, when I couldn't do it in high school and college. And then, as I mentioned, my uncle um, was a Paralympic skier back in the late 90s. Um, and, you know, he certainly shares that competitive drive and, and the, the thirst for that elite competition that I have. And he's been a huge just sort of sounding board. I mean, really my entire life, he's an amputee as well from birth. So whether it's golf related or just, you know, prosthetic or something, he's always someone I can pick up the phone and call we can kind of bounce off each other. He's actually going to caddy for me this summer at the Pinehurst event for the USGA Adaptive Open. So I'm really looking forward to that. It'll be nice to actually have him out there at one of these tournaments. After the surprise and delight of the invitation to Abu Dhabi, Darlene was right behind him for this epic golfing adventure. She's legitimately as invested in this as I am. And she actually started a couple of Facebook and Instagram pages called Amped Up Sports that we run together. And it's basically just a separate page where I'm just posting my adaptive sports life. You know, obviously it's, it's largely golf, but there's obviously some wheelchair basketball stuff on there as well. And she's the one that started it. She created the logo. She's got the accounts on her phone and everything. And she's helped me uh, reach out to some sponsors and stuff too. You can't ask for more, you know, this tight knit unit of family has always been a big help, but so is another, his teammates on the basketball court where he has played traditional and wheelchair basketball. His current team is the Steel Wheelers in Pittsburgh. Jeremy says that if he has any golf swing secret, it might be the strength and fitness levels that playing wheelchair basketball offers him between October and March, when the harsh winter starts to get in the way of golf. Playing the sport has greatly strengthened his upper body, his arms, and improved his balance. And when he takes the foul shots for his team, he finds it similar to his golf, just him and the target, and the pressure to sink the shot. Jeremy hopes he can share all these positive lessons found in sport with his children, 
and while son Keegan is just starting to hit the odd golf ball, daughter Kate certainly has an eye and a good swing. I want to give her all these pointers. I want to just just unload all of this information that I've accrued. And, you know, if, if you remember your childhood, you know that that's not what you want to do. You just want to yeah. get up there and you just want to hit it as hard as you can. And, yeah, you're going to swing and miss sometimes. And so I still remember picking her up from the first day of, after golf camp. And, you know, how was it? What would you learn? Did you have fun? And she said, yeah. I said, well, tell me one thing you learned. And she goes, well, sometimes if you don't swing as hard as you can, you actually hit it better and it goes further. And I'm like, Kate, I've told you that like a hundred times. She said, no, you said if I swing easy, I'll hit it better. I'm like, okay, you're right. It's completely different. But, you know, you just, you need the the third person, the external person sharing essentially the same wisdom, but because it's not coming from dad. For his own golf, it can still be challenging to fit it in. He is the hotel manager of the Drury Plaza Hotel Pittsburgh and with often around 200 guests per day, every shift can offer challenges and rewards. Jeremy says the Drury Hotels group is incredibly supportive and has been delighted the golf has gone so well, while he'll always feel inspired by the great team of colleagues around him. And after all his hard work during a week, the golf course continues to be his own private haven. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean... Like you said, the, the natural surroundings, I mean, just picturing the golf course, you know, like the, the background on my phone is a golf course. It's just the natural, the green grass, the blue sky, the white sand. Uh, it's just, it's a very relaxing thing for me. And to allude to earlier, like I said, you know, I'm managing a hotel where there's a lot of things I can, can control and there's even more things that I can't control, an infinite number of things that I can't control. So it's definitely sort of like a, a happy place. Um, if you will. After recent strong performances, Jeremy hopes Abu Dhabi may be the first in a series of new happy places in which to find himself on the G4D tour and in other adventures across the USA. But the happy place in golf clearly means more to him than simply the turf below his feet. Because for Jeremy, it is inhabited by many friends, colleagues, other G4D players, his dad and Uncle Todd, of course and a family which understands that golf isn't merely about the scorecard in your pocket. 